Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. On a Wednesday, talking some dynamite. Oh, that ain't right. Let me fix that real quick. There we go. AEW Dynamite, February 24th. 2021 season three episode eight there that's right dear god it's not 2020 let's not go back to 2020 right thanks for being everyone uh, thanks for being here everyone you know what we do as we get this started? We smash that like button. We smash that sub button. If you're digging the content and ring that bell for notifications. If you're listening on audio, which the numbers have slowly, oh, so slowly, but surely been climbing. And if you are listening on audio, Hit me up on social media. By all means, hit me up on the Twitter box. Hit me up on uh, Facebook, Instagram. All the links are in the description. Let me know where you're listening from. It's nice to see those numbers slowly climbing. Anchor.fm forward slash smashes podcast for your bone on the go and the link is in the description for all your stp merch smashes podcast not the band gotta be careful with that <laughs> love the band don't want to infringe on their territory if you will <clears throat> All right, let's say hello to a few people in here tonight. My favorite nephew, Paul Nelson, is in here. Well, it smashed this podcast. Yes, no big show tonight. He did not appear, but they did talk about him plenty. Apparently, he is going to show up. Well, we're, I guess we're going to see him first this coming Monday. On the YouTube show, but he's going to speak publicly for the first time on Wednesday, I believe on Wednesday. So that's going to be interesting. Polar family's in here. What's up? <clears throat> Brian. Joey Z is in the his house. All right. On a quick lollipop run. No, I just had to quick change attire because I felt it was appropriate, folks. I'm sporting the old tie merch. I just want a quick look. I know this is AEW, so just bear with me for a moment. I want to congratulate one of the new members of the PC tonight. I know this is a controversial topic for some, not meant to upset others, but want to congratulate one of my favorite women, wrestlers out there taya valkyrie we don't know what her pc name is yet so we'll just leave that open for you know guess guessing you know um <clears throat> so yeah congratulations taya huge class in the new p 
PC. A lot of a lot of big names in that class. Uh, a lot of a lot of known names in there. Uh, St- uh, Steiner Jr. I believe is in there. One of the Steiner sons is in there. Um, among uh, others, there's a, a guy named by the name of Casanova. I've seen get talked about a lot. There's a uh, a younger version of Brock Lesnar in there. <laughs> uh, I, I, the name is escaping me right now, and I apologize. <clears throat> but he gets compared to Brock a lot. He looks like a young Brock Lesnar. Um, yeah, lots of lots of names, lots of lots of new faces. Um, oh, Blake Christian's in there too. So yeah crazy looking crass congrats everyone be very interesting to see what their future is in the company in the days weeks months and years to come all right just wanted to get that out of the way cm chris what's up excuse me oh my goodness all right so we are on the road to revolution coming up soon in a couple weeks what week and a half whatever it is christopher in the chat says did they say what i thought they said paul white or am i wrong you are correct yes the big news hit uh earlier today this morning late morning you know depending on where you are in the world Yes, Paul White, a.k.a. WW, former WWE's The Big Show, has signed with AEW. The news is all over the place today. And if you're late to it, hey, it's all right. Yes. I did about a 20-minute video earlier today. If you missed it, you can certainly go back and watch it later once I'm done with this. More than welcome to. Um didn't want to take a lot of time, but I did want to, you know, give my two cents on it. I am very excited for him. You know, he's starting a new chapter in his career, obvious in the latter years of his career. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> March seventh is not too long away. No, it's not. And then shortly after that, a week later, we're going to have Sacrifice. Oh, man, loaded few weekends coming up here. Loaded. Former WCW's The Giant. That's right, RK. Paul Nelson asking, why did he leave the WWE? Well, Hey, you know, I, it's, I'm sure we're going to find that out as well in the days, weeks, and months to come. Like I, I said somewhere, I don't remember where it was. I said somewhere, I said, hey, just wait for that hot Chris Van Vliet interview to come out because you know it's coming. And then they'll spill everything. No, look, it's, it's just if, if I had to guess it off the top of my head, I'm not going to get insanely negative on anything. Um, but, uh, you know contracts it all comes down to money contracts what you know what Vinny mac wants what big show wants you know so um 
I mean, there was a couple things that came out earlier today. I'm not going to put a lot of weight on it. But, um, hey, it is what it is. He's starting a new chapter. And um, we'll see where it comes. He is going to be an in-ring performer. He is getting ready. I know a lot of people are guessing, like, hey, are we going to see that big show? Paul White versus Shaq batch, finally. Is it too late for that? Or is it the right time? We'll find out. <clears throat> but we're going to see him next week. Can't wait. But he is going to be on Monday nights on AEW's YouTube with Tony Schiavone. So that's good. Because that was kind of a question I had earlier today. I'm like, okay, he's going to be on commentary on this new show, AEW Dark Elevation. It's like a tier below dark. You know? It's going to have all sorts of people, but mostly up-and-comers is from what it sounds like. So, uh, so yeah. Um We'll see how he does. I mean, he's a great mind for the business. He's done everything. He's been world champ, tag champ, everything in between. The only thing you can say he really hasn't been is like cruiserweight champion. I mean, you know, it's, let's let's be real here. You know? <laughs> but he's been all over the place since, uh, what, 1999. That's nothing to sneeze at, folks. And yeah, he might he he uh he's done a majority of it in the WWF slash E, but still, man, he's been around the world how many times? He's had so many years of experience. It's nothing to sneeze at. He will bring something uh brings a lot of worth to the locker room. He could teach that younger generation a lot of things. So we'll see what he brings to the table. So it is their third show. Yes, it is. It's a lot of TV time for them. Well, it's not on TV, TV. I suppose it depends on where you're watching it from. I mean, you, if it's on YouTube and you have a smart TV, you can certainly watch it on your TV. It's not a horrible idea. But, you know, it is more time out of your week. So, um, but to each their own. If you're, you know, starving for more stuff, if all you watch is AEW, then, hey, there you go. But if you're like me and you watch a little bit of everything, a little bit of Impact, a little bit of WWE, a little bit of AEW, and a little bit of something, something else over wherever, you know, on some network somewhere, then, oh, man, it's a lot of stuff. But, you know, I am, I am going to tune in, you know. I am curious to see what they're going to do with them. So does that mean Dark won't be – 30,234 plus matches anymore. I don't know how you came up with that number, but I'm impressed. Um, they'll probably spread them out a little more. That would be smart. You know, we don't want 20 matches on dark and 20 more matches on something else. They break it up. Keep, keep each one to an hour. You know, our, our, not even an hour and a half. You know, that's what I would do. 
it's okay, Valet. I, I haven't watched Dark lately either. I, I'm very picky and choosy as far as what I watch on there. Yeah, you're not the only one. You know, um, I'll tell you what, one thing I am going to watch, though, and I'm, I'm a little bummed I didn't do it, but I just didn't have the time. Uh, Eddie Kingston is wrestling J.D. Drake this week, and I am very curious to see what J.D. Drake uh, will do in AEW. We saw him at ringside tonight on TV, so that was cool to see him. Um, his tag team partner just got announced as a part of the PC today. So that's also very interesting. Former tag partners. One went to one company, one went to another company. Anthony Henry just showed up at the PC today as part of that new class. So interesting roads, different roads for different folks, you know. Flay says, you know, I did watch and it was exhausting. That, that match I was just talking about, oh, man. <clears throat> Can't wait to see it. I love Eddie Kingston. He is a gem in that company. He truly is. All right, let's dive into this before we get to two out of off topic here. So, all right. So season three, episode eight of AEW Dynamite starts out with the Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth versus one of my favorites, John Moxley. Ryan just getting his ass handed to him on a silver platter, maybe with a little parsley on the side. It was not pretty. Um, it was... Uh, It was it was nuts. It was nuts. Box did not go easy on um, Z on uh, <laughs> Ziggler's brother, if you will. And uh, it was it was over in a few minutes. It was uh, pretty much a squash match. But it's it's great experience for Ryan, and I give Mox a lot of credit for having matches on Dynamite. Um, with these new guys, he just had one on dynamite. What a couple weeks ago with that, Nick, what, what the hell is that guy's name? He's part of the new, uh, Dustin Rhodes class school, whatever dojo, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's, he's, he's part of team Rhodes, the nightmare family, that Nick Camarado, that really big beast looking dude, man, Nick. Yes. Thank you. Critical sting. Yes. Nick Camarado. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, props to Mox for doing that. I mean, he's a safe worker. I mean, he looks like he's just killing people, but you know he's got to be safe. Uh, I'll tell you who's not going to be safe is uh, Kenny Omega, according to this promo. My God, scathing promo. Talking about his match coming up with Kenny Omega, this barbed wire exploding Wait, no, exploding barbed wire. Wait, no, no, death, death by explode. What the hell is it? Exploding 
barbed wire death match. There we go. Death wire exploding match. No, it's, it's too much. It's too much. My brain can't. My, my brain can't fathom it. I'm gonna have to watch some. What is that? What, what do they call that? M. MFL. I've, I've I've seen I've seen the initials float around there since the announcement of this match. FML. I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's truly FML. <laughs> it's initials for something else. Um, it's uh, oh, there it is. Critical thing. Thank you. FMW. <laughs> it stands for fuck my world, right? It's just <laughs> That's what uh, they're both going to be saying partway through this match, I'm sure. After a few explosions running across their body. Um, man. Uh, and then there's a look back at their history going back to uh, 2019, you know, when uh, Mox kicked in the door and entered the company and he was one of the first people he went after. So this this has been some long-term storytelling between Kenny Omega and Moxley. And people say this company doesn't know how to do long-term storytelling. Folks, just look at this match history. What else you got to say about it? It's insane. It's absolutely insane. What's FMW? It's a deathmatch uh, company. I believe, is, is was that one out of... Uh, was that was that one out of Japan? One of those is out of Japan. I can't think of what it is, but I've I've seen those initials get floated around. Yeah, CZW is another one. BJW. Yeah, all these I'm so not familiar with. I know the name Oneida has come across uh, people's lips as well. Yes, it was in Japan. Okay, okay. GCW, yeah, that certainly is one of the newer ones. CZW, that's and that's where Mox originated. Yeah, he's done some crazy shit. I, I saw it was a best of on, oh gosh, I can't remember where it was. <laughs> I had like a free year of watching videos on, it was one of those video services. Because I had to deal with them, and I was going to like review some stuff, but the stuff I was going to review, then they pulled. So I, then I was just watching stuff, random stuff here and there. But the, one of the last things I watched watched was a best of John Moxley of CZW. Unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable, crazy stuff. So glad I I watched like I'd say like a third of the matches because there was just a ton of them. But just brutal, just brutal, man. So much blood, crazy. Um, so yeah, Mox talking about his um, match with Kenny Omega. Next, we got a great tag match here. Team Taz, uh, Ricky Starks and Brian Cage versus Varsity Blondes. Um, Pillman Jr., and uh, Griff Garrison, I tell you what, this team, I've been watching this team. I've been kind of keeping a closer eye on them. Watch, been watching a few of their matches lately. 
the good old varsity blondes. And I, you know, I told Pillman on Twitter, I said, I said, you should call yourself the varsity blondes, but put a Z at the end. I'm like, that would have been so cool. Like, like something straight out of the eighties, like your pop, you know, that'd be cool or nineties or whatever, you know, but that's me. I'm old school, but that's okay. Maybe they'll change it in the future. True Color says, Pelman's going to be a stud. Oh, totally. <laughs> he meant star. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah, the blondes are great. And I'm, I'm liking Griff Garrison, too. Um, I mean, he's he's young. He's going to make mistakes. But so far, he, he's got some... Uh, he's, he's got charisma. You know, he's not boring in the ring. And he, uh, he works well with Pillman, so I'm liking this. I mean, Team Taz is what Team Taz is. They've been established for a while. Nothing to sneeze at. There are some brutal guys. They they get the win here. And uh, Taz is on commentary, of course, talking up his boys. And then all of a sudden, the lights go out. And there's this promo on the big Tron in the back there. Screen, whatever you want to call it. And it's a guy driving a truck, and they show the hand on the wheel, and it's a scorpion. So Sting's driving, and he's dragging a body bag. It's like he's out for a stroll in the desert, dragging a body bag. And then he stops, opens up the bag, and it's Darby Allen's smiling like it's like it's fucking picnic time. It's, it's a picnic in the desert that he just got dragged in a body bag through the desert. It's a picnic. He's just got the, the look on his face like couldn't get any better than this. Crazy. Guy's insane. Then all of a sudden the snow hits and here comes Sting. And I'm like, oh, he's dragging in Darby Allen. That's like kind of poetic, I guess. And he's going to free him and then they're going to attack, right? I couldn't have been more wrong. Oh, my God. Sting drags out the bag. Drags it to the center of the stage. Opens it. It's Taz's son, Hook, like gasping for air. He's like, oh, he's gagging. He's gagging. Trying to get some air. Stick his head out of the, the opening at the top of the bag. Then all of a sudden... Sting, they show Sting. He points us back to the back corner of of the uh, the amphitheater, and the lights all go up there. And here comes Darby Allen with skateboard on a freaking zip line. I'm like, I'm, I want to screen this, but I can't because this is J Bone is sleeping in the next room. He's flying in on a freaking zip line. I just like I lost my mind. I was like, oh my God. I rewound it like three times. I'm just watching him and he's 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 getting his skateboard ready. He's flying in. He almost kicks one of them as he gets above the ring, lands, takes out one, takes out the other guy. Here comes Sting. They take out Team Taz. It was amazing. I love this. I was really worried about Sting last week. They made that look brutal. He was staring up at the camera, staring up at the lights like, 
I just want to go home. I just want to go home and have a bologna and cheese sandwich. That's all I want to do. No sting. You have a match to do. And that's coming up at Revolution. The tide has turned. Darby Allen and Sting are ready for this. No more bloaty and cheese sandwiches while getting dragged through the desert. You, you're ready. Just you gotta take care of this now. <laughs> Old school stinger. That's right, Christopher. Swack fan, yes. You've yeah, you've gotta you gotta see how Darby Allen comes in on the zip line. It was amazing. It 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 brought me back flashbacks of uh seeing um oh jesus who did that hbk you know not too many people have done that so uh <clears throat> obviously you know similar to what sting did too but man yeah it's uh it was great how badass was that zipline? It was pretty badass, Joey. Let me tell you, I loved it. I really did. Got me hyped for this. It did. I mean, I was really worried about Sting. They 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 kind of tippy toed, but they really they really brought it this week with it. They really did. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna bring that one up, Paul. I know Owen did too. Yeah, I I wasn't gonna. Okay, anyways, I'm not, I'm not going to go on with that one because we know where that goes. But <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, the only thing that worried me at the end of this, I don't know if you saw this, go back and watch it if you missed it, is Taz was helping his kid hook. Taz grabbed Sting's bat. So I don't know if he dropped it, or I don't know if he kept it. But if I was, if I was Team Taz, I'd be grabbing that baseball bat because that might play some significance during the match. Who knows? That street fight, Sting's gonna need all the weapons he can find, and if he doesn't have his trusty Louisville Slugger. I'd hate to think what's going to happen to the old stinger. We'll see what happens. It's okay, Paul. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up. It's all good. All right, we continue. Next, we got Tony Schiavone interviewing Miro and the happy couple, Mr. and Mrs. Kip Sapien. And they're talking about... Uh, they're talking about, uh, you know, they just they just can't get happy. They just can't get happy. They're still upset about Orange Cassidy and what he did and sexy Chucky e. T and what he did. Or Butler. What did they say? Butler Charles. Oh, no. It's sexy Chucky e. T. Get it right, Miro. So, uh, and then in the midst of going back and forth and talking about this, and Miro's just like, just just come home, Charles. Just come home, Charles. Forgive and forget. Just come home. I'll teach you how to be a real man. It's kind of scary. Not going to lie. I'm kind of scared about that. Then all of a sudden, we get a, a little note dropped in uh, 
Tony's lap. And he opens it up, and it's like like a Valentine message. It's a Valentine message from uh, from Orange Cassidy and um, and Charles, if you will, saying, "Will you have a tag team match with us at Revolution? Check yes or no." <laughs> I cracked up at that. Valet says, Miro makes me cringe. I, I feel like it's going to get better. You know, I mean, at least we're past the wedding now. We're past the wedding. Now it's now it's on the business, you know. So I'm crossing, I'm crossing my fingers on this one for those listening audibly. So... <laughs> We'll see what happens. But I, I like the fact that everybody is going to just, you know, have a big old match at good old tag team match at, uh, at Revolution. I thought maybe it was going to be like a one-on-one -on because -one I heard Kip was injured. Well, I guess Kip's cleared or will be cleared by then. I don't know what, what was wrong with him. But he had been uh, he had been out for a while. I mean, he'd been on TV, but I was... <clears throat> I, I forget what uh, he said. Uh, he was out with. Uh, <laughs> Critical Sting says that uh, wedding storyline did some, did some damage to Meryl. How he recovers remains to be seen. I, I think he'll be off. He'll be fine. He'll, he'll be fine. He'll be all right. He's he. I mean, he's done everything from horrible marriage storylines to riding in on the main stage of WrestleMania in a flipping tank. He's done it all. I'm not worried about him. He's still a beast. He's still a beast. I trust Tony. Hasn't been perfect by any means, but I trust Tony. He's got a lot on his plate. Now he's got three shows. He's going to hire some more bookers, I think. We'll see. So, <laughs> RK says the wedding storyline was entertaining. Yeah, all right. RK liked it. All right. All right. What's next here? Jake Hagar versus Brandon Cutler. You know what? Like, Jake's a beast. Jake doesn't do a whole lot of wrong in the world of professional wrestling. He's not featured a lot. He's not featured a lot. He's a bit of a special attraction, if you will. But I want to talk about Brandon Cutler for a minute. He's had a bit of a bumpy ride over the course of this last... Um, you know, calendar year, I guess, you know, give or take a little. He's had a couple of feuds on Dark. <clears throat> Not really featured a lot on main television. Featured a lot on BTE and maybe some other vlogs. But this one really put some spotlight on him. On, on him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Put a spotlight on him. And, I mean, 
I, I, I could kind of guess what was going to happen here. And um, you never, like I said, you never assume. You never assume. But it seems like the inner circle has been getting the upper hand on a lot of stuff lately, which they did here, you know, one half of the sadly former Sammy Hagar did win Jake won. But man, this is, I think this is one of the first times I've really paid attention to Brandon Cutler in the ring. And wow, was I impressed. Number one is, is, um, his entrance with the fire and the, the the dragon and stuff. It's pretty badass. Pretty badass, if you ask me. I like it. I can appreciate it. Um it uh I mean it, it it dates his his way of thinking as far as wrestling, but seeing him in the ring, man, I was impressed. I mean, he really brought it against Jake. Now, he didn't win, but I'll say he made a fan out of me. So I hope they feature Brandon more going forward um, on Dynamite. You know, I liked it. Good stuff from Brandon Cutler. Keep it up, man. I dig it. Um, then inner circle comes out and they beat down Brandon after the match, the young bucks come and they save their, their brother, their buddy, one of the, the best friends. And, um, the, and then, uh, and the bucks, you know, chase off, um, uh, who was out there? Um, Santana Ortiz and uh, was it Wardlow? I think it was Wardlow. And they call out MJF and Jericho because that's who they're facing. And then all of a sudden, MJF and Jericho appear on the Tron. A lot of Tron use. A lot of Tron use lately. Um, and they attacked Papa Buck, Nick and Matt's father. And um, he's just a bloody mess. And they throw him up against the back of the truck, which has their pictures on it. And then you, you, you see the blood just smearing down the truck as Papa Buck falls to his knees. And they pick him up and they throw him into the other door, which has the other, um, other you know, half of the young bucks. And that the, the blood just smears down the door. Very very ugly segment. Papa Buck looks like a, just a beat up mess. Can't even open his eyes. He's full of blood. Not looking good. So the young bucks run to the back and, uh, you know, try to rescue their father. They go check on him. He's unconscious. Matt chases off Jericho and MJF driving off in some kind of stretch SUV. Yes, Papa Buck got got. Just inner circle, just playing dirty. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens at Revolution. 
Um, you know, obviously, because of these tactics, because of all the, you know, double and triple teams from Inner Circle on random friends and family members, they are now renting space in the heads of the Young Bucks. So, how are the young how are the young bucks going to be able to counter that? I don't know. They're, they may uh, they may have to get dirty on this one. They may have to <clears throat> call in some uh, some help, maybe a little backup from some uh, good brothers. Speaking of the good brothers, uh, they later saw. <clears throat> the good brothers get in the back of the ambulance with Nick and went and he went to the hospital while Matt stayed behind. So that was uh that was nice of them. They truly are good brothers. As much as we may boo them on another show <clears throat> or boo them because they beat down John Moxley. They do take care of their own. Especially when Don Callis isn't around. But Don Callis was busy. We'll get to that in a bit. That's right, CM Chris. Jericho and MJF made it personal. That's right. We don't like that. All right, next one, we got uh, Isaiah Cassidy versus Hangman. <clears throat> Excuse me. Isaiah Cassidy versus Hangman Adam Page. <clears throat> Isaiah Cassidy coming with um, some backup here. Big Money Matt, Matt Hardy, and TH2, the Hybrid 2, and Helico and Jack Evans. And it took me a second to like remember like or realize like why. I'm like, why are these guys? I'm like, when did this happen? And then I remembered as they showed the segment from last week when Matt Hardy paid them to beat down <clears throat> Hangman Adam Page. Excuse me. <clears throat> so, so now looks like they're under his thumb too, if you will. Yes, Blay, this was an incredible match. Isaiah Cassidy versus Hangman Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page does get the win here. Matt even gets ejected during the match for nefarious reasons. Dark Order does come out to help even the odds on you know the other side of the ring, and they help the ref keep things balanced, which was good to see. And then when Matt is ejected, he comes back and says he's going to take out all of Hangman Adam Page's little Dark Order friends one by one while they wait for their match at Evolution. And then here comes Matt out of the tunnel dragging... Um, Number five, Alan, Alan Angels. Angles? 
Angels, whatever it is, Allen, number five. I think I've screwed up that one before. <laughs> I don't know if I, what I wrote down was right or not. But anyways, Allen gets tossed off the entrance stage through the uh, timekeeper's table. Oh, just a sick bump. Crazy. Flay says, I like Reynolds and Silver more every week. You know, I, I really am a fan of them. As far as like like tag teams, like up and coming tag teams in this brand of AEW, absolutely. Josh and, well, especially Josh, but Josh and Alex are very entertaining. Josh is just full of charisma and, and uh, he impresses me more and more week by week in the ring. Beast says, I love that Matt is doing a dirty manager gimmick. Managers are a dying art in wrestling. Yeah, it is unique, isn't it? That is one thing you do see plenty of in this brand is coaches and managers and uh, valets. You see plenty of that. And that's so good to see. Probably more than any other brand in wrestling right now. I mean, you got Jake the Snake Roberts. You got Tully. You got Arn, and then you got uh, you know, depending on who's wrestling and who's coming out with who, you know, sometimes uh, Penelope Ford, you know, Mrs. Kip, <laughs> sometimes a valet too, you know, um, Vicky Guerrero, manager, can't forget her. She's very important in the women's division, obviously. So yeah, loaded, loaded, Rebel comes out with uh, Britt Baker. We saw that uh, later in the show. So, yeah, we see it all the time now. It's great to see. <laughs> Better watch out for negative one. Yeah, that negative one. You never know when he's going to show up with the rest of them, right? <laughs> All right, what's next here? Uh, yeah, great match between um, Isaiah Cassidy and uh, Hangman Adam Page. I didn't hear what was going on with the other half of Private Party. Did he get injured? Mark, is it Mark Quinn? I I didn't. I, I thought I heard something, but I don't remember what happened. Hopefully, he's okay. I don't know if he was injured, he caught COVID. I don't know what's going on with him. If anybody has an update, please drop it in the chat. Because I, I don't know. Um, then we've got uh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis in the back. They're in some kind of like metal shop, I guess you could call it. Some, you know, the, the sparks are flying, they're welding, they're grinding, sawing metal, whatever they're doing. And they said they are putting together the John Moxley extermination chamber. Oh, my God. Whatever this is they're talking about, I can't wait to see it. Is this what is going to be part of the match 
at revolution? Are they actually going to fight inside of a structure or what's what what is going on? I'm I'm, I'm sure they're going to come up with something glorious here. It could be their version of like a hell in a cell match and they'll have all of the explosions going on inside of it or something. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Blaze says that was some wily e. coyote shit. <laughs> You're speaking my language there. I grew up on that. I think I can completely appreciate that. Completely appreciate it. Wily e. coyote. Super genius. <laughs> I bust that one out every great once in a while, and this was perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Sean Solomon Wheat says, My plan for the former big show. He teams with Shaq against Sabu and RVD. Oh, my God. I want what you're smoking tonight, sir. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Sean's comments are always very interesting and colorful. You never know what he's going to put. Thank you for joining, Sean. <laughs> From the same generation, yes, not too far off. The Big Bad John 75 says, I'm sure Paul White will do big things in AEW. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, they're putting together something. I can't wait to see what happens. I'm getting excited for this. It's going to be ugly, but it's going to be glorious at the same time. Not for the faint of heart, obviously. Uh, let's see here. We got the semifinals of the women's tourney to find the number one contender for uh, Hikaru Shida at, uh, at Revolution. Nyla Rose versus Britt Baker. I was looking forward to this one. And that now, normally, as wrestling fans, we look at this. In wrestling, some wrestling fans get confused. And the ones that are overthinking it, they go, well, who am I supposed to cheer? Who's playing the baby face? Who's the heel? What am I supposed to, how am I supposed to react to this? What am I supposed to do? This is one of those matches you just sit down, you grab your popcorn and your drink or whatever you got, and you just enjoy it. I wouldn't say that Nyla Rose or Britt Baker have been one of my favorites in AEW, but this match was great. In my opinion, this is probably one of the best match, one of the best matches that both women have brought in this company. They both absolutely shined in this match in my opinion um and they they really 
um, they both really brought it. And they they really made you question who was going to win this one. You, you just didn't know. You just didn't know. <laughs> Valet says, but you're younger than me. I'm not that much younger than you. Trust me, I probably feel about 10 times as old as you some days. <laughs> so we'll just say great minds think alike. We'll just leave it at that. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Good night, Paul. Much love, dude. Thanks for coming. Um, but yeah, great match from the women. Nyla Rose comes off with the win here. I mean, it really, I, I just really didn't know. The back and forth on this one, the close calls, the two counts, it was good. They told a really good story in the ring. I I, I got to give props to both of them here. I really do. Um, best match really from both of them. Absolutely. Um, now. We get the um, the main event here is um, qualifier for the ladder match, which uh, it's the, the face of the revolution ladder match that's happening at uh, Revolution. So it's going to be six people, and we have three of them, which is Cody, Scorpio Sky, and Pentagon. And so one of these two is going to go into that match, and it's Phoenix versus Lance Archer. Oh, my God. They gave this one 20 minutes, and I normally fast-forward through the commercial breaks. I, I watched through the commercial break on this one. This was amazing. This, this was just this, 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 I don't know what to say about this. Lance Archer brought it. Phoenix did not give up an ounce here until he was just, you know, just, but what is it? The finisher, the blackout. He was literally blacked out, you know, staring up at the ceiling. I mean, he, I, I've been watching Phoenix now for, let's just say, give or take five years, you know, Lucha Underground. Triple A, Impact Wrestling, and now AEW. And he is one of the best. Absolutely one of the best. Two drastically different styles here. You know, Lance Archer just wants everybody to die. And he's going to do it slowly and methodically in the ring. And, you know... It's, you're not going to get up for most of it. But Phoenix, man, I've see, seen Phoenix go through some stuff versus his brother versus uh, Marty the Moth versus Mil Muertes, countless others. You know, tag team matches against the Young Bucks, LAX. Both he and his brother are absolutely unbelievable. Um, yes, picture in picture. Vlaces, tell that to my back. 
we'll trade stories on who's who's back did did what. Okay. <laughs> Unless they're too horrifying. Um <laughs> see him Chris. Picture in picture, yes. RK says, hopefully Marty the Both will be in AEW soon enough. Man, he is one of the few that has not gone to like some bigger or better brand. I know he went through some kind of injury and or rehab. I really got to take some time and look up and see how he's doing. I'm pretty sure he's back in the ring, but he's one of those that I just, I just don't see him on social media much. I know he's still like twitch doing the twitch thing twitch and or youtube stuff but i just don't see him much then again i'm not on social media a ton other than promoting stuff so i have to um i'm gonna i'm gonna actually have to look him up i hope i hope he's doing okay and i hope to god he does get featured somewhere soon because damn he's good he was an absolute star in lucha underground and if you don't know what i'm talking about Go to uh, Tubi TV. It's T U B I uh, TV. It's one of those streaming sites. It's free, absolutely free, no catches. It's free. Go look up all four seasons of Lucha Underground and just enjoy. He is a star in there. So, um, Christopher says, doing Twitch, doing workouts. Zach says, getting married in five months, still wrestling on the indies. Well, good. That's that's great. That's good. RK says he's training under Cody? As in, like... Like Dustin and Cody's wrestling school? Is that what you're talking about? If he is, wow. I have not heard that. Made a, made a truck down to, uh, where, where is that? Uh, is that in Georgia? Alabama? Somewhere. I can't think of where Dustin's school is. Our case is, yup. Wow, I did not know that. That's interesting. Well, hey, then yeah, I mean, then the chances are good. You'd get, you'd think. Everybody cross their fingers, man, because when he shows up, man, he is. Look out! That's all they're gonna say is look out, man. He is gonna bring a whole new world to hurt the AEW. I can't wait. Nightmare Factory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I forgot what it was called. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to uh, do some research and uh, see if I can find out any more stuff on him. I gotta get some updates on that. Good to hear. Thank you for the thank you for the tip. So yeah, amazing, um, amazing main event here. So damn good. Phoenix versus Lance brought it. Um, Lance wins with the blackout. And, um, yeah, I mean, they really went to the end of TV time pretty damn close. Um, so we'll we'll see what's going to be next for Phoenix. I mean, obviously, he's still 
a shining star in this brand. Lance's, although now Lance is number four in that face of the revolution ladder match at revolution. So yeah, it, it might be a partner thing, Chris, between uh, Dustin and, and Cody, honestly, but I think it is actually Dustin's school, but I think, I think Cody is helping his brother there, honestly. So <laughs> critical sting says ladder match without Phoenix. <laughs> I know. Oh, Mark is here. Yo, dude, you came in late again, dude. What's what's up with that? <laughs> You're going to have to hit the rewind button. My brother, <laughs> I thank you for joining though. So yeah, we're going to wrap this up. But, yeah. Let me know your thoughts on tonight's episode. Um, loaded just loaded and we've got the uh the card is really stacking up for revolution let me see if i can quick find an update we'll run down the card as we know it to be for aew revolution here we go courtesy of ringsidenews.com where i get most of my stuff We'll start at the bottom and go to the top. The Casino Tag Team uh, Royal Match. The tag Team Casino Royal, whatever they call it. Um, I feel like somebody's words are out of order or something. Casino uh, Royal Tag Team Match for number one contender shot for the tag team titles. That's a, that's a new one that was announced tonight, so that's great to see. More people get involved, more teams. What did they say? They got six teams, I believe. Six or seven teams. Hey, Humble Beast is in here. What is up? <laughs> A long time no see. How you doing? Hope you're well. Good to see you, man. Kip Sabian. And um, it's, it's, it's Sabian. It's, it's Sabian with a P. I think they misspelled that. And Miro versus Sexy Chucky T and Orange Cassidy in a tag match. More tag matches. It's all right. They, they do well with the tag matches. I, I don't get tired of them because I love tag team wrestling. They, they, they are good. Cody Rhodes, Pentagon, Scorpio Sky, and Lance Archer versus two more competitors in the face of the Revolution ladder match. And that is for a spot for the TNT title. I don't think I mentioned that earlier, but that is Hangman Adam Page versus Big Money Matt Hardy in a money match. And whoever wins gets the uh, first quarter earnings of 2021. So there's a lot of money on the line there. Young Bucks versus MJF and Chris Jericho. Not sure what you call that team, but obviously representing the inner circle. You can call that tag team a couple of buttheads. How about that? <laughs> For the AEW World Tag Team titles, AEW Women's World Title, Hikaru Shida versus the winner of the Women's World Title Elimination Tournament. Can't wait. Who you got on that one? I don't know who to pick. 
Now, apparently on Sunday night, there's going to be a lot of the Japanese matches. I think they're featured. I think they said on BR Live. I'm going to look into that. So I might be covering that. Might be covering that that night. We'll see. We'll see what's up. Because it uh, looks like the uh, Sunday dinner is over over on TNI. Uh, some would say, unfortunately, I say it's a, it's, it's a bit of a blessing. Because, I mean, if we're not talking explosion... Uh, you know, I mean, I love our audience, but hey, you know, just gives me a chance to do some other stuff and or take a little break, you know. And then last but certainly not least, the exploding barbed wire death match. It's a mouthful, folks. Kenny Omega defending against John Maxley for the AEW World title. That is a loaded card, folks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches. They'll probably throw one more in there if I know them. But yeah, loaded card. I'm digging it. Can't wait, folks. March is going to be hot between Impact Wrestling Sacrifice. You got the main event, Moose versus Rich Swan for the Impact World Title. And then the next weekend, Revolution. Hold on to your butts, folks. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Whether you came in early or late, it's all love. Thank you. Most appreciated. You know what we do on our way out of here? We smash that like button. We smash that sub button. We ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. All the socials are in the um, in the description of the video, the face botch, the Twitter box, and that Instanek. That darn Instanek. The link is in the description for the merch. Get yourself some hot STP merch. Pretty good. It's pretty, pretty damn good. My buddy just bought some t-shirts. They're soft, very cozy. Get yourself. You want to help support the brand. You can get the audio over on anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. There is also a support button on there. If you want to consider supporting the podcast, you can do so for less than a dollar a month. You can find that on anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. Good night, folks. We will see you tomorrow night over in that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact for the throwback number 59, 58, 59. I can't remember. It's, it's in, we're in the 50s, so... <laughs> We'll see you guys over on TNI tomorrow night. Much love. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you then.